to episode 33 of the Closing Time Podcast. I am Joe McGuire along with Abby Bro. You can visit us at ClosingTimePodcast.com and at CloverCrestMedia.com backslash Closing Time Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. What a week as far as mortgage rates are concerned. Unfortunately, a lot of it is based on fears about the coronavirus. Right. But the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage has plummeted to 3.29%, which is an all-time low. That's crazy. You mentioned somebody I did. even lower than that. Insane. So my friend calls me um, and he says that he, you know, he talked to my um, loan officer of a choice who I sent him to, and he got quoted at 3.175%. Wow. I literally fell off my chair, but I wasn't even sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mortgage applications, according to Freddie Mac, increased 10% last week from a year ago, mm-hmm. and they see no sign of it slowing down. Right. And it's insane. It's, it's crazy town. It's been so look, there's still, I think, a, a lack of inventory overall in the market with the rates where they are right now. I mean, it's I think this is the last few weeks of the wheeling and dealing time of of getting an amazing deal. Right, I, it, right. Things are going to start to change in the next couple of weeks. So it'll really be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um I found this interesting. According to the 2020 National Association of Realtors Home Buyer and Seller Generational Trends Report, get this, this is stunning. 75% of buyers and 73% of sellers said they would definitely use their real estate agent again or recommend them to someone else. I wonder when they said that. Was it right at closing? Or- <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. Or right before closing or three weeks after. Yeah. So, you know, we we talk about how important it is, how, you you know, to ask for referrals. It's Mm -hmm. it's something we're constantly working on. And and when do you ask? Do you ask right there at the closing or or when you come over to bring the closing gift or whatever the case may be? But listen, you got to understand how important, you know, it's and lately it's I've been getting a lot of that where it's people are contacting me. Hey, reach out to my friend. Right. Love that. Yes. Here's how you stay top of mind with your people in order to make their people your people. Right. It's a beautiful system. The big one. Remember, remember holidays. Yeah. Um, You know, I think last year, one of the things we did, the pie giveaway at Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was really good. I mean, what better way to remember your clients than by getting them a delicious pie? Right. And the pie of their choosing. Right. Um, it was a little bit difficult. Um, some of the pies need to be refrigerated, so um, we'll have to figure that out better next time. But it was awesome to have everybody come to the office and pick up their pie and chat with them for a while. We offered hors d'oeuvres and had some drinks. Um, and then for the ones that couldn't make it, we you know drove out to them and hand delivered it, and it was really good. It was totally worth it. Here's another big thing: uh, social media. If you're not on it and utilizing it to not necessarily just promote and ask for business. Right. Because that's that seems desperate. Yeah. Everything and shouldn't so be so uninteresting. Yes. Please don't do that. Um, you know, put stuff out there. Be fun. Show your fun side. Be interested in your community. Put that kind of stuff out there. Be that's, authentic. Be yourself. Be that's authentic. that's the kind of person that, you know, people want to do business with. Make sure you take advantage of your CRM. There's a reason you spend so much time in training. 
mm-hmm. learning to use it and how to add to it. Yeah. Not only does this automated marketing tool help you stay organized, it reminds you when to interact and stay in touch with your clients. Mm-hmm. So if, if just the idea of holidays and important times, uh, don't don't click in your head. Right. There's your CRM with the and constant reminder. And it's so important to just pick one and run with it because they're all the same, more or less. They all have you know the same functionality. Some may do something better than others, but um, we use KV Core. You can also have, you know, HubSpot has a free version. Um, Lion Desk, I think, is free too. Um, yeah, just pick one and go with it. The last uh, tidbit they give here was have fun with your career. And the part that kind of jumped out was, you know, a huge part of being in real estate is interpersonal relationships. It's where you're going to get your strongest form of clients, which is the return referral. If you treat being a real estate agent like a job, you come across as somebody with a job yeah. that you either kind of like or don't like. Mm-hmm. If you treat it like a career, that's where success and growth comes from. So... Yeah. Just something to consider. And, and this is the right time of the year, I think, to really invest in your business. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been all in now for the the better part of the last year plus and it's been together yeah you know you've slowly seen it got a little frustrating because we got some early action and there was a little bit of a lull as we built to the next and now it's been yeah. I mean, just sitting here, our phones have been ringing. With I know. People. I mean, it's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it is a fun job. Um, yeah, there. I, actually, yesterday, um, <laughs> I said to my husband, "I'm like, I think I real. I'm realizing that I hate going into other people's houses." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really feel that way, but yesterday I did. Um, and it, it, it's it's for one reason or the other, but. Um, uh, Overall, our job is awesome. We have really a is. really great career. Now, uh, somebody who's in our field and has a pretty amazing job is Barbara Corcoran, mm-hmm. um, who is a master in this business. Uh, obviously, you know her from the TV show Shark Tank with Mark Cuban and the gang. Her net worth is estimated to be $80 million. She founded the Corcoran Group in 1973 with $1,000 in cash. She sold it to Reology in 2001 for $66 million. That's huge. She's the real deal. She is the real deal. But I'll tell you what. She is as vulnerable as any one of us yep. to fraud. Yep. And that's she's exactly a person. Exactly what happened to Barbara Corcoran. She was uh, duped out of um almost 400,000. Almost $400,000 and it was a wire fraud thing. The uh, phishing scam. I mean, brilliant. It came to her. She yeah. I'll well, it wasn't this. her. It was somebody in her company. Right, made it look like it was that that she had signed off on. Right, it. right, right, right. That's what it was. And but it was, you know, this has to happen right now and she did it and she lost a boatload of money. One of our lawyer friends who we use a lot mm-hmm. has in her signature a whole thing about wire fraud yeah. and the idea that uh, this is kind of scary too because when you think you're getting an email from your boss, right, asking you to verify a form $400,000 transaction, you think you're safe. Um, it just goes to show how careful you have to be this day and age. Uh, there was another couple that recently lost $700,000 in California uh, following wire instructions in a fraudulent email that appeared to come from their, their realtor. Their agent. You know, sometimes I think it, it, it's probably best 
to if you're going to do something i guess that important where it's the wiring of the money we should probably not even be emailing or texting at no. that point that's probably a phone that's call. a phone call <laughs> i think i want to hear your voice on the other end yeah i think that's probably best that's highly recommended yeah um it, and that we, money's gone. True. You can't get that back. We've been seeing it. Analysts have been saying real estate um, it really makes for an especially uh, easy target for scammers because of the high dollar transaction. A lot of it is online. The Federal Consumer Protection Bureau warned that phishing scams rose 1,100%. I'll say that again. Le what? 1,100% increase from 2015 to 2017. Yeah. They're targeting real real estate and realtors, and you got to be super careful out there. Yeah. For sure. Looking at you when I You're say You're looking this. at me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was looking at the computer. Yeah. So I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, now, this, we, we have story. We've seen stories like this before where, where agents go viral. And... Uh, the, the saying goes, no publicity is bad publicity. Right. Well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> this broker, AJ Powers, put on some face paint and a clown suit to explain to agents why they fail after joining the industry. Mm -hmm. It's a roughly 10-minute video of him dressed as a clown transitioning into a, a successful real estate agent. Uh, he owns this real estate firm, Powers Premier, and he leads a series of agent mentorship programs. He must be a real hoot to be around. Must be. He's very long-winded. We watched the video. I only watched some of the video. I watched about a minute and a half, and I was like, oh, that's funny, and then I stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I think he might want to consider, Mr. Powers, is the length of video. The length of video. Uh, you know, oftentimes people uh, ask me, because, you know, I obviously own a podcasting company. We do video. How long should something be, video or audio? And, and I say the right length is interesting. Yeah. If it's 20 minutes of interesting material, then cut it there. If you can go 40, cut it there. If it's an hour, cut it there. Would it become repetitive? We should repetitive? have cut already. We should have cut already. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> I think you get the point there. Yeah. It would, of course, would not be a closing time podcast if we didn't hit the realtor police blotter, right. so to speak. Uh, once again, Zillow in the news. Yeah. Uh, good news, bad news situation for Zillow. Uh, they beat an antitrust lawsuit regarding their ridiculous Zestimates. Unbelievable. Seriously. Uh, meanwhile, they continue to fight another lawsuit stemming from its agent lender co-marketing program. Now, this first lawsuit came about in 2018 by a New Jersey-based company, which owned a an 18,000 square foot, seven bedroom, a seven bedroom, 10 bathroom home in New Jersey. The company blamed the home's failure to sell on buyers being turned off by the Zestimate. Right. Which put the property's value at less than half the listing price of three point seven million. Mm. Now, in a separate case, this this is the problem with Zillow, and and you know Zillow was great when it came out. 
people don't understand what a zestimate is. No, that's it's the issue. It's one letter away from from estimate, mm -hmm. but they put a Z in front of it. Yeah. And I so think it's people not are like, an estimate. it's an exact estimate then. No. It's like, no, it's Zillow's estimate, and it's bad because Zillow doesn't really see homes. Anyway, uh, in this separate suit, the court rejected Zillow's bid to throw the lawsuit out from a group of shareholders that alleged Zillow's senior staff and its board members failed to protect the company properly while they allowed a federal anti-kickback law through its agent lender co-marketing program. They made misleading statements about the company's, uh, the program's compliance. Uh, this is also now related to a class action securities fraud suit that Jeez. was brought by shareholders back in 2017. These guys are an absolute disaster. Uh, they violated RESPA. Uh, that's part of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau investigation. Mm-hmm. And then I, I saw this separate story and I couldn't help but laugh. Spencer Raskoff, who is a co-founder and the former CEO of Zillow. Right. <laughs> he listed his Brentwood Park oh, right. LA home for $24 million. <laughs> that's $8 million more than the stupid Zestimate. Right, that's so funny. I love that. <laughs> I freaking love that. Isn't that the funniest yeah. thing in the world? No. Um, yeah. It's going to be funny when he gets called to uh, testify. For real. Yeah. He's <laughs> in this. Trial, He's right? in this. Did you ever pay for Zillow? leads no no i've i've something about zillow didn't sit right with me from the get-go mm -hmm. and i was kind of late to kind of get in and even download zillow yeah even when i'd have clients be like oh i was looking on zillow i'm like let's go to realtor.com here for a minute or go to the realtor app um but as i've gotten more zillow friendly it's been in the era of all of their issues and problems. Right, so, exactly. Yeah. That's what, yes. I mean, uh, honestly, there's still the beast. Like, I feel like, you know, a lot of buyers will go there first. Either they're a realtor. Um, but I've just never been interested in, in buying leads from them. I just feel like it, it was a racket. Bit of a racket. There just seems to be too much automation over there. Where it's just a lot of yeah. computer work and programs and... I don't know. Uh, you know, I think we'd face enough dead leads and and right. leads you got to work to the bone that I'm all I'm all set with a lead. A lead. That's what I call a Zillow <laughs> lead now. It's yeah, I mean I that's why again like what we talked about earlier getting um you know past past clients, you know, to give you repeat business. That is yeah. where it's at. That's where I'm it's at. So tired of chasing leads, I'll tell yeah. you that. Although now uh, you know, we have a listing uh that's that's in a really great area. So much interest and and getting interest on on one place from multiple people uh who have varying degrees of representation, it seems, uh is so exciting. Yeah. I'm trying to like move like three or four people in the same building right now. Well, there's nothing better than pricing um, a property correctly and then having an open house like two days later because then you, whoever has interest in it will see it right away and then be like, oh, I'll just go to the open house and unrepresented. Yep. They just walk through the door. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm telling you right now, do open houses. Yeah. I know. They'll do them correctly. Sometimes we feel like they're dead yet. Yeah. 
do it like Abby just said. Yeah. Price it right, then do the open house and watch the people crawl through the door unrepresented. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for episode 33 of the Closing Time Podcast. Once again, you can visit us at ClosingTimePodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram, CloverCrestMedia.com backslash a Closing Time Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe and feel free to tag other people who you think uh, maybe realtors and uh, people related to the industry who you think might enjoy this or just you because you love real estate so much and you're interested. Why not educate yourself? That's what we do. For Abby Rowe, I'm Joe McGuire. We'll catch you next time on the Closing Time Podcast. Go home, but you can't stay. <laughs>